Welcome to the Sacred Birthing and Beyond podcast. This is a space for you to remember who you truly are. Throughout your pregnancy, birth and your journey into motherhood, this podcast will support you to tap into your inner knowing, your inner guidance and begin trusting yourself more than ever before. This is where we have deep, wise and soulful conversations with myself and other mummers about their sacred pregnancy, their sacred birthing experiences and the rite of passage into motherhood. We keep it real, raw and inspiring to elevate your own spiritual path and help you to embody your intuition and your feminine power throughout your pregnancy, birth and beyond. And I'm so excited you are here. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sacred Birthing and Beyond podcast. It's been a while since I've been on here recording. I've taken a timely hiatus with a lot of things going on in my life over the last few months with moving back to Perth. My husband was working away for quite some time and we all moved with him. So We've had such a beautiful experience of finally coming back to our home, grounding down with lots of things going on. So yeah, it's been quite a journey over the last few months with a lot of a lot of change, not just for us, but for the kids, which can be very, very challenging amongst all the beautiful moments as well. So it's so nice to be home and it's so nice to be back recording this podcast and connecting with you all and sharing so much beautiful wisdom around pregnancy and birthing and motherhood, which just lights me up every time I immerse myself in these conversations. So thank you for being here and thank you for this opportunity to connect with you and to be on this journey with you. So not only over the last few months have we had a lot of travel and change, but I have also been through my first or am still in my first trimester of my fourth pregnancy, which will be my third baby. So there was a miscarriage in amongst my first and second um, children. So as you can imagine, and for all of you mothers that have been pregnant before, you can just... Remember, I'm sure, how the energy fluctuates in that time and really it's such an opportunity to connect in with what we need and what we desire and what we are willing to do, what we're not willing to do and really meeting all of those needs and setting all the things into place that we require to move through this beautiful, beautiful trimester and all the seasons of of pregnancy. So that has been where my attention and energy has been over the last few months. There has been so much that has been (laughs) accompanying that experience as well, which I will share some of it with you today and some of it with you in other podcasts. There's so much there to share, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to. So Today, I will be sharing with you the topic of today's podcast, which is 
Is your fear of miscarriage exhausting and all-consuming? And this topic is inspired by my own experience recently and also conversations with many clients and pregnant women over the years. So fear of miscarriage really is an unspoken fear and challenge for many pregnant women. And I say unspoken because many women still don't share with others their deepest fears, which is where it can become very over-consuming or all-consuming, holding that fear deep within ourselves and not giving it a voice. It amplifies and it feels exhausting and it can often feel like it's taking over us in many ways. Because like any fear, if we don't give it a voice or if we try and push it down or push it away, then it only just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. So you know, if it was as simple as just pushing our fears aside to move through them, then that would be quite easy. But it really is quite the opposite. We need to give our fears a voice. We need to recognize them and have reverence for them, speak to them, and allow ourselves to actually feel them rather than try and push or squash or suppress or move them away from us because it just doesn't work like that. It's not possible. So when it comes to fear of miscarriage, just in my close circle of friends and, like I said, even with a lot of clients and women that I've spoken to over the years, it is such a common fear and it's such a natural fear as well. You know, we have this new news that we're pregnant and all of a sudden we have this fear of loss, a fear that we didn't have the day before that we knew that we were pregnant. So it can creep up very quickly, very largely, very loudly, or for some it can be quite subtle. And everyone's experience throughout pregnancy or anything in life can be very different. You know, for some people, they can find something all-consuming and for another person, they can find that same very thing quite minimal, depending on our past experiences, depending on things that we have witnessed before, things that have been said to us before, depending on our childhood, which often is one of the main uh, reasons for the way we feel about particular things. Because of, you know, what our friends might have experienced or what our mother might have experienced, all of these things can result in something either being quite a substantial challenge or fear in our life or something being quite minimal. And when it comes to the fear of miscarriage, there are so many factors that are involved in why we may or may not be feeling this. You know, for me, like I mentioned, I had a miscarriage between my firstborn, which was my son, Koa, and then my secondborn, Lua, my daughter. So I miscarried at six weeks and it was one of the hardest things I have 
ever experienced in my life. And it's interesting me even saying that because I remember, and I'll I'll share this in more detail in another podcast, but just for now, I'll sort of um, just go over it briefly. I remember before having that miscarriage, hearing other friends and family members go through miscarriages and witnessing how emotional and difficult it was for them. And I just couldn't grasp an understanding of how it could be so deeply Ah, what's the word? Just so deeply difficult, I suppose, and emotional and challenging for them. It just didn't make sense to me. And I understand now from an experiential perspective because it, it, there are so many things involved in a miscarriage. You know, you have the hormonal roller coaster, you have the physical experience of loss, and everything else that goes with that. You know, you feel like your hopes and dreams are shattered all of a sudden, and it you can lose trust and faith in the journey ahead, and the disappointment, disheartening of it all. But so much more than that. And having gone through that experience myself of loss at six weeks, it was so difficult, so emotional. I remember crying and crying and crying for weeks after. And for, you know, nothing in particular, anything would set me off, but it was just all still there under the surface. So when I then became pregnant with my daughter, the fear of miscarriage naturally was there. So the reason I'm sharing that with you is we all, for any of us that have this fear of losing our baby or fear of miscarriage, it can be there very much because we have had a miscarriage before or we have lost a baby before. It can be because of past life experiences and this is another experience I've recently had with a lot of healing that I've been doing going back into past lives where I lost babies at different stages throughout my life, you know, losing babies through miscarriage, losing babies in other ways and at other ages. And those memories hold very strongly or can hold very strongly in our bodies at a cellular level, on a soul level, on many levels, and it's different for everybody again. But for me, there was one particular past life that I lost a child and that past life was influencing me still just up until a few weeks ago. So this is where healing and different practitioners and diving deep into the root reason of a particular fear or challenge can be so liberating and so freeing where we commit to understanding ourselves, you know, understanding what is really going on for me right now. Why is this here? Why is this fear 
here? What is it trying to tell me? How long has it been there for? You know, sometimes our fears don't even make a lot of sense to the conscious mind. For me, it did with this fear of miscarriage because I had had a miscarriage before it made so much sense and I was not surprised at all that it came up again. So like I said, when I was pregnant with my daughter, that fear was naturally there. But at that particular time in my life, I didn't have the tools to do the clearings of any fear myself. It was throughout that pregnancy that I did a lot of um, shamanic healing and a lot of mentoring uh, throughout that, that gave me the tools to release fears. But in the early days, particularly the first trimester, I didn't have those tools. So I, yeah, I really sort of suffered through the fear of miscarriage for quite a few weeks until I got to the second trimester and everything was okay. And it it naturally, you know, started to subside and that was no longer a challenge or anything that was sort of implicating my life from that point in time. But when I became pregnant from this pregnancy, which so I'm 10 weeks at the moment, so pretty well from the moment I realized I was pregnant, which we sort of, we knew from the very beginning this fear reared its head, it popped up instantly. Because like I said to you, it's, you know, it's interesting. We all of a sudden don't have any, this thing to, to lose. And then we have that positive pregnancy test, or we just know that we're pregnant and we instantly have something to lose. And this fear of loss can be so significant for all of us. So for me, my own experience with that was the fear coming up instantly. And what that looked like for me and what it also looked like in my previous pregnancy, which I can also, I'm sure many of you can relate to if you've been pregnant before, or if you are pregnant, is that worry of going to the toilet and seeing, looking at the toilet paper every time you wipe and that fear of seeing any red, any blood on the toilet paper. That is just a a daily, a constant daily worry. And when I say all-consuming, that's what I mean. It is for me and for many women I've spoken to, it is so all-consuming because it is a constant worry and a constant curiosity of looking at that toilet paper every time we go to the bathroom. So for me, that's what that looked like. And every time I looked at the toilet paper and realized there was no blood on there, it was like, oh, you, this instant relief, which you could only imagine, you know, what that looks like on a physical level in our body with the stress that we may not think or feel that we are overly stressed from moment to moment about this. But when we go through that relief every time we look at the toilet paper and there's no blood on there, then it's only natural that the body and the mind is in a constant state of stress and worry about that throughout the day, which is no way, (laughs) you know, to go through first trimester, particularly for women who don't know that they can release this fear or let it go. And like my own experience in my pregnancy with my daughter, not having the tools to do that 
and going through that entire first trimester worrying and fearing of this loss. The stress is just so substantial. So what I want to share with you today is how I moved through releasing that fear and that it is possible. And this is one of the big things I wanted to get across today is to, first of all, acknowledge that the fear is so natural and normal. So if you are experiencing this fear of miscarriage and it's exhausting and it's you feel like it's just taking over your mind and it's stealing so much joy from your pregnancy, just know that you're not alone because you never are alone. What you're experiencing in your pregnancy, whether it's the fear of miscarriage or whether it's something else, whatever the challenge is, someone else is going through it. And so many other pregnant women are and have as well. So often in this, we can feel so alone. And like I said, it's such an unspoken fear that that amplifies the feeling of loneliness in many cases with many of these challenges because we don't talk about it enough. And this is where our village comes in as so important to have those women in our lives where we can connect with, to feel supported, to feel loved, and to have our voices heard and to have our hearts held in all these moments because pregnancy is one of the most incredible, one of the most incredible experiences and sacred experiences in our lives. You know, and all the things that come along with it, all the challenges, all the beautiful moments, all the firsts, And for us to be held and supported and loved throughout all of those moments is exactly what the village used to do many moons ago. You know, when our women's circles and when our villages were the common way of women connecting and supporting and loving each other, whereas over time we have lost that somewhat. But, you know, it is really beautiful to see that they are still taking place and that women are finding their village and connecting in circle and connecting in groups to support each other through all of these beautiful rites of passage. So first of all, like I said, just know that you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you to have these fears because like I said, we have had previous miscarriages. We have past life experiences that result in or are the reasons why we have these fears. We have a fear of not being in control and a fear of loss. Worrying that we're going to lose something does bring up this fear of not being in control. And I can absolutely relate to that because that's definitely been a theme for me over my life, this seeking control to feel safe. And For me and for a lot of women, when we have this new baby in our womb and we're at that vulnerable stage of first trimester, we can have this fear of not being in control. And what does that mean? That means that I'm not safe to the mind. That's what can be, um, that can be the vulnerability, that can be the stress. So all of these things are so natural and so normal. So just allow yourself to feel all of these things with acceptance and love and non-judgment towards yourself, but also 
the second thing that I really want this podcast to bring across to you is know that you can release it. It can be released. You can let it go and it can be healed. And how beautiful is that to feel so deeply empowered and supported to let go of anything throughout your pregnancy, whether it's a fear of miscarriage, whether it's a fear of anything else or any challenge that you're experiencing, to just know that you can actually move through it. It can be healed and it may take a long time or a short time depending on what it is. But to be able to let that go and to embody a peaceful pregnancy and an enjoyable one. You know, so many women suffer through their pregnancy and it really breaks my heart because I remember a point in my life where many years ago where I didn't realize there were answers to things. I always knew deep down from a young age that there there were reasons for everything. It was just a deep knowing, okay, so we're going through something, there's always a reason for it. But often we can feel so lost in all the information and all the external noise out there as to how to go about change, how to go about healing. What is the next step? What is the first step? And what is the step after that? It can be yeah, that it can be so noisy out there with so many different options. So this really does come down to allowing yourself to feel all the fears, all the stress, all the challenges that come up, allow them to be there. Journal them, give them a voice, speak about them to a friend, speak about them to your partner, the very person that is always there to support you. But if you don't feel like it's something that you want their support around particularly and you'd rather speak to a girlfriend or maybe even someone else that's gone through that particular experience, use your voice and get it out of your body. Allow that fear to move through and out of you through your voice. Or it might even be, like I said, through journaling, through writing it down on paper and seeing it there in front of you. You might do a burning ritual to to burn the fear and to release it that way. But for me, one of the biggest things that I have found so significantly powerful and healing throughout my pregnancy with my daughter and which I also carry through into this pregnancy and throughout my daily life as a mother is learning the tools to do it all myself or perhaps not all sometimes we do need the extra deep dive into the healing which I have done with the past life healing of fear of miscarriage, which I mentioned before. And I did that with my shamanic healer. She was able to go back through the past lives or the past life that was particularly influencing that fear that I was experiencing this time. But in connection with that, I was able to also do a lot of releasing myself And this is what I teach my clients, my one-to-one clients um, on how to do is 
identifying the fears and releasing it themselves. And this is something I do any moment I notice something come up. I've got in my phone fears that come up day to day throughout my pregnancy. And I have, it is only 10 weeks gestation and I have released about 30 fears that have come up over the last few weeks. And I go out and I stand on the grass. I connect in with Mother Earth and I connect in with my guardians, with my spiritual support team. And I ask them and my body to release. And I do it. This is not exactly how I do it. I do it in a very specific way with specific words and language that I use. And I do a lot of uh, feeling of it releasing and, and visualization. But I am asking my guardians and my body to discharge my fear out through my feet into Mother Earth and I ask Mother Earth to transmute it. And it is so incredibly powerful to feel that fear and to visualize it moving out of my body into Mother Earth and seeing it get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until it then just disappears into nothingness. It just vanishes into this darkness. And feeling afterwards that it is gone. Sometimes there's still a little bit there. Sometimes it just instantly goes. If there's a little bit more there, I need to do it the next day and the next day and the next day until it's completely gone. And if it doesn't completely go, that's when I then connect in with a healer, whether it's my shamanic healer, whether it's kinesiology, body talk, whether it requires maybe even something else like acupuncture to just help move energy through my body, or whether it requires a deep meditation whether it requires connecting in with my guardians and just asking for a bit more information around why it won't release and how I can release it. So there's so many different ways that I work with this, but having the tools to do it myself is so empowering and so incredible to just be able to do that every day whenever something arises and to feel the release and the letting go in the moment. So the fear of miscarriage for this pregnancy, when it came up for me, it interestingly enough, took me a few days before I actually did the release. I don't know why I didn't instantly go and do it, but I noticed it was probably three or four days of me checking that toilet paper and worrying about this fear, worrying about this loss. And finally on day three or four, I decided to go out and connect with Mother Earth and do the release and then realize there was a little bit more there to do. So my shamanic healer did the rest for me. But, you know, why I didn't just go out and do it instantly, I don't know. I feel like perhaps I it was just all consuming and there was so much going on, all of this, this new news and so much more around this pregnancy that I will share at another time, like I said. But, yeah, I encourage any of you listening to this to just know that you can let all of this go and whether you do it yourself with your own tools or whether you seek a natural health uh, healer or practitioner or shamanic healer or an energy worker, someone who you feel connected to, someone who you intuitively feel drawn to or have been working with before and just experience what it's like to have it released instantly rather than having to suffer through it throughout your pregnancy and embody more of that joy and that peace 
that should come with pregnancy rather than all of this fear that we often all experience. So I wanted to share my own experience with you of how I do the fear release because I feel that sharing stories like this can open our eyes and our awareness to different ways of working with ourselves rather than seeking or needing the support or the healing of someone outside of us. And for most of my healing journey, I suppose, which has probably really been over the last, particularly over the last six or seven years, I've always seeked support from outside of myself. And I have absolutely no regrets or judgment on any of that because it's led me to where I am today. And it was so necessary and so important. But it got to a point in my daughter's pregnancy where I started to see this healer who not only did healing for me, but also mentored me on how to connect in with myself and heal myself. And that is what I absolutely love to also coach my clients on and to support you with through this podcast is to know that you can actually take so much of this on as your own healing, as your self-inquiry and self-healing that can be so liberating and powerful to be able to do that in any moment, anytime you require. So there are so many beautiful healers out there that also teach that when you go in for healing. So if it's something that you're wanting to embody more of this, um, yeah, this self-healing, taking self-responsibility for your own journey with that and getting really excited about all the possibilities that come with that, not just through pregnancy, but also through birth and motherhood, then I'm always here to connect with you and to share more of those stories and to share more possibilities around how you can do that for yourself. But also there's so many healers out there that, that can do that for you. So, what else would I like to share with you today around that? Yeah, so I feel like that's mostly it for today. I wanted to keep this one really focused on just, like I said, knowing that you're not alone with any of this and knowing that anything that you're moving through right now, any challenge or sticky point or anything that feels all too much throughout your pregnancy, just know that if you seek the support of someone or deep dive into a meditation and really connect with your higher self or connect with your spiritual support team or just quieten your mind and ask a few questions, what is the next step? How do I release this fear? Who is it that I could go and see that could help me move through this? you know, give your higher self or your spiritual support team some options, you know, is it in my best interest to go and see this practitioner or this practitioner or this healer to help me move through this? And I really allow yourself to feel those feelings and acknowledge them and accept them with no judgment because we are so good at judging ourselves for feeling a particular way, you know, feeling not good enough, feeling 
like there's something wrong with us, feeling like we're alone, feeling like we shouldn't feel this way. But everything you are experiencing is so natural and normal and it is okay to feel that way. And it is also so possible for you to be free of that. So we don't, I'm not saying, you know, go and do the healing because you are judging yourself for having it. No, it's about self-acceptance. Okay, I have this fear of miscarriage, this fear of loss for a reason, maybe a reason I don't fully understand, or maybe I do fully understand it because of what I've been through in the past, but it is there and it is okay. It is okay to feel that way. And I will love myself and accept myself throughout it all and breathe into your body as you feel it, as you allow it to be there. While you then make a decision, okay, do I want to keep feeling like this or not? And if the answer is no, then it might even be having conversations with other people around maybe who they could recommend that you go and see if you don't have a healer or a practitioner that you feel aligned with for this, you know, or it might just be, Yeah, breathing it through your body, going into a fear release meditation. And if you Google on YouTube or on Insight Timer, there's so many beautiful options on there. It might be trying to do a few things yourself at home and see if that energy moves, see if that fear moves and notice how you feel in your body and in your mind the days after. And if it's still there, but not quite as strong, maybe do the fear release again, that same meditation, try it again and see if anything else can shift. All right, my beauties, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful to be back. I'm so excited to be back. We're going to be doing a podcast every week from now on. I have an absolute mountain of topics to speak about. So One more thing I wanted to mention, if you feel like you would love to hear more inspiring stories of how women are moving through change in their life, how they're overcoming loss, how they rebuilt themselves after heartbreak, how they have manifested their health, their feminine energy, how they really harness that to create success There's so many beautiful inspirational women in a book that I co-authored. It's called Intuitive Goddess. And this book shares so many amazing stories of overcoming adversity and a real focus on spirituality and intuition and feminine embodiment. So if you're wanting to immerse yourself in some incredible stories, very inspiring women and empowering stories, And my story in there around birthing my babies and how I free birthed them at home with my husband, then I will post the link in the show notes and you are most welcome to grab yourself a copy of that. It truly is such a beautiful book. So until next week, my beauties, I cannot wait to jump on here again and I wish you the most beautiful, magical day. If you enjoyed our conversation today, please consider leaving a podcast review to help this podcast reach more people. 
I invite you to also like this episode, share it with your family and friends, and be sure to subscribe so you can keep up to date with all future episodes. To follow me on the socials, you will find me on Instagram and Facebook at biancajanelangstaff.xo. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for being here.